You're, you're, you're listening to the Worldwide Sports Radio Network. You, you, you know what you are? You're a popcorn salesman. Worldwide Sports Radio presents the, 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 the home stretch. All right, let's hit the field with, with, with Tyler and friends. Hello, welcome to the home stretch. I'm your host, Tyler Harrison, along with Speedy slash PD slash uh, stop and shop worker slash, I don't know, security guard? Uh, I don't security know. guard. I don't know. That's I'm not yellow. that strong. <laughs> no, I didn't say. I meant North like authority. the yellow, the yellow, the like the, oh, the crosswalker people. The yeah, there it is. Okay. Traffic guard. There it is. There it is. Um, all right. So uh, we've got a special show again today. Um, huge show coming up next. You don't want to miss that at all. Um, they will have Thurman Munson's wife, Dwight Gooden, former Yankee reliever Jeff Nelson, who was just at all-timers day, so he's as Yankee as they can get. Uh, stay tuned for that. They'll be on around 9, 9.05, depending on, obviously, um, you know, hopefully we end on time today. <laughs> well, I'm just kidding. I've already been threatened. I have to end on time. So, uh, there. yesterday's show, I didn't even touch what I wanted to touch. Thank you, Rodney and Anthony Carragher, once again, of uh, Behind the Barricade. Catch them every Sunday. Kind of got off the rails. Uh, we will be tackling Aaron Hernandez today. Yes, there was a pun there. Yes, I'm <laughs> – yes. Um, so, we'll, we're going to do that. We are going to go over a couple of things that normally I try not to get too serious on certain things because obviously it's uncomfortable for people, but my reputation is I'll, again, pun intended, tackle anything. So, you know, we will uh, be tackling some very, very big stuff on the second half of this show. But, you know, I don't like to do that first. I, I need my Wheaties first. Uh, so we are going to do a little bit of a throwback to 2019, if you will. And uh, Speedy will be doing his playhouses. But first, we all know, you know, my favorite part of the show. <laughs> Besides me talking, that doesn't count. But Oh, you don't say. <laughs> no, I, 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 I do say. Nah, you don't like talking. <laughs> I literally woke up today with such a frog in my throat. I thought, oh. Again? God. Yeah. Baby. Mm-hmm. Carragher made me that mad. You believe that? The frog, the frog made it made a an offspring. Just painful. <laughs> Just painful. <laughs> it was it, an offspring, and so no bad. one realized. It hurt so bad. But um, so we're gonna start with hockey today because there's a huge game going on right now to me. Um, if you're in New York, you are probably gonna be sitting in traffic for a very long time after this game. Oh, marks. The New York Islanders are taking on the New York Rangers in a rematch from a few days ago where the Rangers blew them out 6-2. <clears throat> right now, though, the Islanders are up 1-0 over the New York Rangers. And if this was soccer, the Rangers would still be winning 6-3. <laughs> so let's just keep that in mind. But uh, it is hockey, and the Islanders are up 1-0. I believe it was Josh Bailey that Rocky. got the goal. Yes, it was Josh Bailey. Yes. Uh, Ross Johnson and Tom Kuhnhackle. Kuhnhackle. That's a cool name. Yeah, Islanders up on nothing, but who wants to hear about that? Nobody. The Boston Bruins are up 2-1 to one over the Penguins. Uh, Par Lindholm and Sean Curley have scored for the Bruins. Sid the kid's back, and Sidney Crosby played out of his mind. He, like, 
if there's anyone that could just be automatically in the MVP race, it's probably him. He's playing amazing right now. Absolutely amazing. Uh, it's hard to take it away from Pasternak the year he's out. Oh, no. It's, it's his to lose. But Crosby will finish third or second, depending on who gets hot and if, uh, you know, Ovechkin can oh, elevate. You know. But uh, right now the Flames and Maple Leafs are tied at zero. There's about 13 minutes left in the second period. The Florida Panthers are up 2-0 over the Kings, which is great. Uh, Again, Dadanov and Frank Vitaro have scored for the Panthers. Uh, the Kings are shut out, so that's zero. Typical. <laughs> yeah. The Canadians are up 3-1 over the Flyers. Thomas Tatar, Arturi Lekkonen, and Eli Kovalchuk. Hey. That guy, that guy is playing better than he did his last few years with the Devils. He's playing out of this world right now for them. Great sign. Canadians up 3-1 over the Flyers. Uh, speaking of tri-state area teams losing, Alexander Ovechkin is up 2-0 over the Devils. Literally, it's, literally, it's he's outscoring the Devils 2-0. That's the goal. That's his game. He's amazing. Uh, he's the greatest shooter I've ever seen. Before you shoot me, I didn't see Boston, all right? So everyone calm down. But Ovechkin, to me, is one of the greatest career scorers we've ever seen this week. Uh, the Panthers are... I'm sorry. The Blue Jackets are up one nothing over the Panthers. Um, here's a new name. Emil Bemstrom has scored for the Blue Jackets. Put them up one nothing. The Vegas Knights, who fired their coach for what reason? I, I don't know. No idea. <laughs> that that That's asinine to me. They're up one nothing over the uh, Ottawa Senators, which doesn't really mean much. Paul Statsny has scored for the... Vegas Knights. So there's just throwbacks all over the place. Ducks, Panthers, and Lightning and Wild have just dropped the puck. So that's going to, you know, they're tied at zero, but we'll keep you updated on that. In about 20 minutes, Sabres, Stars, they'll drop the puck. And at 9 o'clock, San Jose Sharks go to Colorado to get blown out. That game ain't going to be close. And then at 10 o'clock, the overachievers of the year face each other in the Canucks and Coyotes in Vancouver. And, um... That's all for hockey. The American Express round one is complete in uh, La Quinta, California. Your leaders are Zach Blair and Grayson Murray at minus eight. Hank Lapata, Ricky Fowler, and Scotty Scheffler. There's a name you haven't heard in a long time. Minus seven. And then obviously there's a lot of other guys really close. College basketball, we go. We'll only give you the good games. Um... Number one, Gonzaga has got a little bit of a problem tonight as they take on Santa Clara, who's going to be one of those mid-turny, low-turny teams that get in and cause some havoc this year. I'll call that now. Gonzaga is up. I'm sorry, that's at 11 o'clock. Gonzaga is obviously the top team in the nation. 9 o'clock, Oregon takes on Washington State University. Whoop-de-doo-dah. Um, they're number eight in the nation. Colorado, number 20 in the nation, takes on Arizona State. Right now, 22, Memphis is up 35-26 with about 15 minutes left in the second half over Cincinnati. And now we go to the league. Later tonight, you've got the Clippers taking on the Orlando Magic, who are coming off a surprising win over the Lakers. So they look to continue that momentum. The Golden State Warriors and the D'Angelo Russell rumors are getting real hot. He's going to get traded. Don't buy them for a second. He's gone. Denver will uh, win this game by 30. 
Boston takes on Milwaukee very, very shortly. Uh, the Jazz and the New Orleans Pelicans are starting. There's about nine minutes left in this game. It's Utah 8-5 with the Pelicans. And the New York Knickerbockers are beating the Phoenix Suns 35-32. And that, ladies and gentlemen, is around the world in sports. Yes, I did the Knicks last on purpose. Because um, they're the last team in New York that I'd ever want to talk about. I'd rather talk about the Bills or the Sabres before I talk about the Knicks. Yes, but, um, the Sabres are a very well-run organization. <laughs> they're better than the Knicks. That doesn't say much. No, it doesn't. But it says more than about the Knicks than it does the Sabres. That, ladies and gentlemen, is Around the World in Sports, brought to you by Ray's Cafe, 150 Motor Parkway, Hot Ball, New York. By the way, you were right about uh, Santa Clara. They're actually, they're, them and Gonzaga are the same uh, conference, and they're two and a half games back, and both are undefeated at home. Santa Clara's 14-0 at home this year. So it's going to be a tough for a second bid, but they're actually having a little bit of competition for <laughs> Gonzaga in that conference. I say a little because I don't know much about them, but usually they just cakewalk through the whole conference. <laughs> Mm-hmm. It's all right, Speedy. I'm used to being right. Um, so before we get into the hot and heavy conversations, uh, me and Speedy, we're going to have playhouses for last week. Something happened. We didn't get to them. I don't really remember what happened. Um, you ha- How many do you actually have? I have all three. Okay. I'm going to do football first because I figure you're, you're going to like the teams for this one. <laughs> Ooh. So, yeah, we're going to enter the playhouse now. Take it away, Speedy. Well, I have to find the music first. There's oh, so right. many tabs open. That's All what right. she said. So I just simply did it because obviously this was last week before the divisional round. So I did the – of the eight teams that made it to the divisional round, obviously four of them are gone now, the last loss they had are the teams you get. So Give me two seconds. Two seconds. Is this future present? What are we – what am uh, I doing? This will be present. This one be present. And how many teams? You have six teams. So oh, you're you're going to have to use, uh, let's see. Let's do a little bit of a challenge. Four. Ooh. Four per team. But you'll like, you, you, I think this combination of teams, I don't think you'll hate a single one. Okay. So you got the 49ers, oh. who was the last loss for the Packers. Mm. And now they play again. <laughs> how ironic is that? <laughs> they're the last loss for the Packers. Literally, they're going to be the last loss for the Packers. Anyway. They're the last loss for the Packers. The last loss for the 49ers was the Atlanta Falcons. Mm. The Chicago Bears. Okay. They were the last loss. Nah, that's going to be a little tricky. Oh, for Minnesota. They were the last loss for Minnesota. Mm-hmm. The New Orleans Saints. Oh, wow. That leaves who? Oh, Tennessee. They were the last loss for Tennessee. The Titans, which were actually the last loss for both the Texans and the Chiefs. And now they oh, play, wow. ironically. Yeah, that's funny. <laughs> and they play, ironically. And before, obviously, what them getting shocked this weekend, the Cleveland Browns were the last loss for the Baltimore Ravens. There's a lot of talent here. That's why I said you would like them. All right, so you have to use four per team. And we will start. I'll tell you right now, I'm doing the untraditional 3-4 because I think that it will benefit me a lot. All right. And with that, we will start with your nose tackle. <sighs> Jesus. Um, so here's the thing. There's going to be a lot of talent. So you're going to see me. All, I'm just telling you guys now. I'm going to put a lot of guys in weird positions. Actually, I might not. 
Uh, yeah, we're gonna put the force Buckner right up the middle, and we're gonna call that. All right. Number one guard. Guard. Mm-hmm. Uh, Joel Patino. All right. A running back. Oh, we'll keep the tradition going of not having two guys yet. Derrick Henry. All right. Your first middle linebacker. Trying to think of how I want to... There's a lot of linebackers, right? And as much as Quan Alexander should be on this team, he didn't play a lot, so I have nothing to judge that on. So right now, I am going to go with uh, Deion Jones of the Falcons. Alrighty, you're f- one of your safeties. Ooh. Right, so we're gonna have to go back to a second team then. Uh, he's a uh, he's a lifer as I call him. Uh, Kevin Byard, come on down. Speedy's Playhouse regular. Speaking of Speedy's Playhouse regular, your left tackle. <laughs> you know what? Just for that, I'm gonna put Ryan Ramsey first. Okay. <laughs> mm-hmm. Another Speedy's Playhouse regular. Oh, shut up. He thought I was going to say Taylor LeJuan. For I did. Right, he might not make the team. Really? You're actually going to put someone over him? He's 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 had, a ba- he's had an average year, and there's a lot of good tackles on this list. The interior of the Titans line has had a bad year. The tackles. Uh, LeJuan might lead the league in penalties for a lot. No. Mm. All right. Uh... He got penalized a lot this year. Receiver. Um, who do I take first? I mean, I know the three I'll take. Um, um, you know what? Just because I want to piss off a lot of people, Odell Beckham Jr. <laughs> He's not in trouble. Get over it. Like, if you watch a video of him slapping the cops, it's questionable. But it was a good. It was all out of fun. Grow up. Outside linebacker. Uh, my first bear. And I, I honestly think he's the best defensive player in football. Khalil Mack is just amazing. All right. Let's go to special teams. Your kicker. Oh, Jesus. Um, is he going to have to do a little looks? Yeah, I guess so. Lee Lutz. All right, your other middle linebacker. So Mac's going to be, Mac can do anything. Deion Jones is a coverage guy. I feel like I'm forgetting something. It's one of these teams. Jalen Brown, or Jaron Brown, Jayon Brown, Jayon Brown. Sorry, the Celtics school was on. That's why I said Jalen. <laughs> Jayon might be better at this point. <laughs> oh, Jayon, Jalen Brown's had a great year. Boston, that's. Oh, do I want to Sean Evans? Yeah, I'm gonna take Evans. All right, tight end. George Kittle. I mean, that's... He's right. the best tight end in football. This your, Kelsey debate has to go away. Your other guard. 
Want Tomlinson? Present, right? Yeah. Yeah, I'm gonna take Saffold. All right, a defensive end. My Titans are done, right? Titans, yeah. Vershawn Evans, Kevin yeah, Byard, Roger Saffold, Derek Henry, yep. What position did you just tell me? Defensive end. I have Mac already. We're doing present. Um, not to be outdone, but um, I'm gonna do, I'm gonna do this. Miles Garrett. First corner. Cleveland's done. Denzel Ward, come on down. Second, second receiver. Um, Julio Jones. All right. Who will your coach be? I mean, just because I know how I'm building the team, Sean Payton. All right. Second corner. Uh, Saints are done. Marshawn Lattimore, come on down. Second running back. This is where it gets interesting, right? Because I could take Nick Chubb and have the most in-your-face, punch-driven running core we've ever seen. I have a lot of different things I could do here. A lot of different things. I could take Tevin Coleman. Ooh, I might take Tevin Coleman. Yeah, I am. I, I think he will work better than Alvin, Alvin Kamara. I do. Really? I think, yeah, I think so. You'll see Get why. a better year. I'll give you that. All right, your other safety. See, I'm torn because I know who played better, but I know to you the name would be more the other way. I know my score would be higher if I take Keanu Neal here. But Jikorski Tart has played better. And I think Keanu Neal got hurt. How do you know? You don't know. You played well, two games. Tart should have been a Pro Bowl. Yeah, he played well. I'm not yeah. denying that he didn't. But you don't really have anything to judge because he got hurt. Right. But Keanu Neal got hurt twice. Basically the same injury. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what? Hold that thought. Maybe I'll do something a little clever here. Do I want haha? You know what? I will take haha because I need a bear and he's a more in the box guy. Buyer could be the head read. Yeah, that's fine. I'll take haha. Uh, Cody Whitehair. He's not the best, but I need bears. All right, your other tackle. Uh, so I took Ramsick, right? Yep. I would love to take Joe Staley here, too. Mm 
more using my glinchy. I am. McGlinchey? Out of respect, it's going to be Staley because I don't think that there's a difference there between the two. Okay. All right, your third receiver. Um, Odell, Julio, uh, Michael Thomas. Your punter. My punter. Let's see, the Saints are done. The Niners are done. I have three bears and Falcons. Who the hell is the punter for the Bears? Pat O'Donnell. And who the hell is the punter for the Falcons? Mm. Matt Bosher. All right, Matt Bosher, you win. All right, your third corner. Oh. Do I take the best corner in football? <laughs> or do I take Kyle Fuller? If I take Fuller, Ward can go in the slot. I need another outside linebacker, another defensive end. My offense is done, right? Except for quarterback. Yeah. Well, I know, I've made up my mind already. Or unless I take Fuller here and I don't take my guy and I take Matt Ryan instead. I'm going to take Fuller. Okay. I mean, Kyle Fuller played phenomenal this year, actually. He did. He was the, actually the only bear secondary player that didn't drop off with Vic Fangio leaving. He still I would say he's the well. only bear defensive player that, outside of him and Mac, didn't plummet off the face of the earth. Yeah, their run defense fell off a little, but they also had injuries, too. Mm, not that big of a drop off, was it? Roquan Smith being hurt is one. No, no. Lyman, I forgot Lyman, he got hurt. Lyman, Hicks, and Goldman were both hurt for a while. So, ready to score? Okay. Nope. No. It doesn't look like it. Yeah, but they do have a power play. Yeah. Ha ha. All right, your other outside linebacker. I hope it's true, but just to piss off Errol Moore. Um, <laughs> yeah. What did you just say? Outside linebacker. So the Bears are done. Mario Davis. All right, quarterback. I wish you wouldn't have done it that way, but Drew Brees. It would, it would be just too obvious just to save it for last. Make a second to last, throw a loop. All right, and the defensive end. I need a Falcon. Jones, two Jones. Yeah, and the punter. Yeah, that's interesting. Yep, you do. Unless I swap out. I'm I'm gonna make you mad, but I'm not I'm gonna fire Sean Payton. You're gonna fire Sean Payton? Yeah, I'm gonna move on. Uh-huh. So Dan Quinn's gonna be my coach. And Nick Bosa's gonna be my other end.
There are really no better ways to do this. Because I think the coaching difference is pretty big between Sean Payton and Dan Quinn. And I don't hate Dan Quinn. He's not, I don't think he's a bad coach. But Sean Payton's elite. With this talent, I don't think Dan Quinn would matter or not matter at all. Well, yeah, tell that to the actual team that was 1-7 at one point. They got hot. They saved his job. Yeah, all right. They still shouldn't be 7-9. Got the Super Bowl. Keanu O'Neal and Devontae Freeman. Ah, uh, oh, that's a goal. That's a goal. Are you kidding? That's a goal. Watch this. Puck has to completely that's a, cross that's, the line. That's completely across the line. That's a goal. I can't tell from that angle. That's a goal. 1-1. One, one. Watch this. Yeah, this will be a better angle. I can't see it's that a hand either. pass. It, he's not even allowed to touch it with his hand anyway. It, would that be a goal if that, that counts you hand pass it through the net? Because you're right. I think it is cupped in his hand. You just can't see where it is. Yeah, it looks looks good. Yeah. Oh, that, this is a yeah. That's a good goal. That's a, definitely a good goal. Now, who shot it is the question. That's clearly that right there is on the line. So the yeah. like 90 percent of the puck's over the line. That's a goal. Fine, then. I'll keep Sean Payton, and I'll still keep Nick Bosa, and I'll take the penalty for not having four Falcons. I don't really care. Okay. My game, my rules. Deal All with right. it. All right. All right. Here we go. So, you have a Falcons team that has some young talent on both sides. Obviously, you took Julio, which you needed to do, and you took Deion Jones. Now, here's something that could work. Obviously, he's never experimented with it yet. But here's something that could work. Grady Jarrett as a 3-4 end. He has the size for it. He does have the size for it. And But now here's my question. Okay, Are you taking Miles Garrett off for him? No. Right? No. No, but... Are you taking DeForest Buckner off for him? No, I'm not putting him at DT. Okay. There's, no way okay. I would, there's no way I'd put him at DT. But so we agree that he's not on the team as of yet. Nick Bosa, to me is so dynamic that Khalil Mack on the other end of him will be untouched. One of those two guys is going to get to the quarterback every snap. That, to me, is a, a dynamic I'm not missing out on. I'm sorry, I'm not. Now, here's the other option you have. I'm, I'm still trying to figure out how much you have with each team. You could have switched to a 4-3, put Grady Jarrett in there, and taken out one of your linebackers. Sure, I could have done without Rashard Evans. Yeah, that, that's the other option. To be quite I honest with you. you I'm trying I, to see if you need the Titans, though. I'm just trying to see that. No, I have way enough. Derrick Henry, Roger Saffold. Let's see. You got Byard. Derrick no. Henry. Yeah, I, got, I said Derrick Henry. No. Oh, no. Evans would be your fourth Titan, so that wouldn't really be an issue. Maybe, maybe Demario Davis, then. You got Breeze, Thomas, Ramsick. Uh, That's fine. Lattimore, yeah. That, yeah, you could take off Demario Davis, I guess, do it that way. Switch to a 4-3 because Jarrett can fit right in as a DT. Buckner obviously already fits as a DT either way. And then you have Jones, Evans, Mack. Mm-hmm. That, that's another way you could have done it. You could have, like I said, like you were doing, having the dilemma with it. You also could have done one of their secondary players. You're thinking Keanu Neal or or Trufant. You could have done either one of those secondary players too. You weren't going to take off Ward and Lattimore. I guess Fuller would have been the borderline. I'm trying to see if you would have needed another bear. Let's see, Whitehair, Mac. 
Oh yeah, I guess you would have. Uh, yeah, I guess there was no way to do that then. Yeah, the Niners, I guess, are your team that's an overload. Or, again, you could have... Yeah, you have a lot of Niners. Or you could have taken a different tackle so you didn't have to fill in that team. So maybe use your Titan there in Lawan, and then you right. take... And then you could take off Evans safely and do, and do what I told you. Or or you could take Roquan Smith and then do Trufant. There's, all, there's other combinations that could definitely work to take that on. And the funny thing is you actually had the punter, so it's not like you could just switch out the punter. But <laughs> you actually had their punter. I just really think Sean Payton and Dan Quinn, the difference with the coaching is... is no, I told you. I'm, I brought back Sean Payton, and I'm going to take the penalty for not having all the Falcons. All right. I now, don't really care. All right. What do we say that was? One letter grade, or was it two? I don't was know. it two drop-offs? I think I it was a letter grade, so... A plus to a B plus. So it, it, was a, it would be A plus to B plus. The team's really good. It's, I don't see any flaws in the team. And There's I don't even, no flaws in the team. You got the best pass rushing, the best linebackings. Like the only thing was, that the only thing that's kind of questionable is the t right tackle. But I don't think whoo. Staley being the best option. But I don't think he'd be bad in Sean Payton's system because he's a good zone blocker. Uh, no, I think Ryan Ramsick is advantage at sports. That's great. So, yeah, that, that's the only reason I was okay with you taking Staley. Because Lawan, he's a talented player and definitely better at this point in his career than Staley is. But Staley well, being... true. Staley's St just hurt. Yeah, he's... Still Staley's going to be a Lawan is, I agree, but I'm just saying, in this current moment, Lawan is a better player. But in terms of a zone-blocking type, I think Staley fits a little better. And I think McGlinchey could have fit even more. with his. He's got good quickness, too. I was interested in McGlinchey. All right, so, yeah... Oh, we'll knock it down to a B plus. All right, so it's 8.36 now. Do you want to do your Hernandez thing and just skip the other ones, or you want another one? What would you give me? Uh, uh, the baseball one, would, there's a lot of teams for that, so that might no. take a while. So you, you either want to do their, your hockey no, one, we'll, or, we'll, or you we'll want to take, do We'll take a break, and uh, we'll talk about Aaron Hernandez. Um, so, thank you, Speedy. Pleasure as always. I got my A plus, and that's all that matters. We're about so to uh, we're going to take a quick break, and uh, when we come back, we're going to have a very serious conversation about the life and tales of Aaron Hernandez due to his uh, very well done, very detailed, and very informative Netflix special next on Homestretch. You're, you're, you're listening to the Worldwide Sports Radio Network. Manage the baseball team. Little League. Fantasy League. We are back, back, back with the home stretch on the Worldwide Sports Radio Network. Hello, welcome back to the home stretch. Uh, I am your host, Tyler Harrison, along with, once again, uh, Speedy Petey, a.k.a. Kyle. Um, yeah, that's it. Um, my mood has changed, obviously. It's going to get, uh, I want to say uncomfortable. But uh, it's gonna get definitely serious. Have you watched it yet, Speedy? The no. Aaron? Okay. Um, so Aaron Hernandez documentary had come out uh, Wednesday, probably really early Wednesday morning or Wednesday morning, depending on who you talk to. Um, watched it, the whole thing. Very eager to watch it. 
uh, I thought I love documentaries and I love when you get to kind of get in the mind of somebody. So there's three major takeaways from this documentary for me. And all of them are very, very serious. And in no way is it a joke. This is not, let me make that perfectly clear. I'm, this is as serious as I've ever been on this network. The may, I, so there's three avenues here of obviously Aaron Hernandez is I believe he uh, is as guilty as advertised. I'm not saying he's innocent. I'm not saying he didn't make mistakes. I'm not saying he made great choices by any stretch of the imagination. But if Odin Lloyd's mom shows repentiveness and um, forgiveness, then who the hell am I not to give him that same luxury? Um, just to get out there, uh, the three major takeaways from this to me are Aaron Hernandez emotionally became unhinged when his father passed away. I think that he was the anchor to Aaron Hernandez. I think he was why Aaron Hernandez tried so hard to be Aaron Hernandez. And when he lost that reason, he just said, and you hear this a lot, I don't give a flip. That That's literally the attitude Aaron Hernandez had. And um, unfortunately, that happens. I lost my mom at a young age, and I went through a stage of, I don't care what you tell me, I'm going to do what I want. Is it healthy? No, absolutely not. Unfortunately, you're either going to hit a bump in the road that makes you go, okay, I need to stop doing this, or you're going to end up where Aaron Hernandez ended up. Unfortunately, Aaron Hernandez had nobody telling him, you need to slow down. Everyone kind of, what's the word I'm looking for here, enabled him to do what he wanted, and that's what Aaron Hernandez's father would have stopped. And, I, again, you, if you grew up in a single-parent household, you understand that Aaron Hernandez didn't have that person. He didn't even grow up in a single a single parent household. His mom, his mom didn't do her job as a parent at all. And Aaron Hernandez basically tells her that if you listen to this documentary, they have clips of him telling his mom, "You screwed me up. I I am this way because of you." And the mom didn't seem to really get it. And so for that, I, I'm sorry for Aaron Hernandez that he didn't have that rock to tell him, hey, stop. You're, you're, you're throwing your life away. Here's the crazy part, right? I say Gronk is the second greatest tight end of all time. I personally believe he's the greatest of all time. Aaron Hernandez was better than Gronk. As a prospect? As talent-wise, yeah. Better blocker, better outrunner, better hands. Yeah. He was faster, I know. He was more athletic. He, he, Aaron Hernandez would have been better than Gronk. Tom Brady would have nine rings right now. Nine. That guy was that dynamic on the football field. Absolute a stud. First round pick. All his friends knew it. Everyone knew it. He didn't go in the first round because of, obviously, the questions about Aaron Hernandez. Um... And 
I hate to break this, but this is probably the lightest of the conversations. The next two are very, very, very severe, and the next two, I think, are incredibly difficult to navigate when having a conversation because you don't know I can't tell anyone how to feel about anything right like who am I I'm just a regular guy like everybody else CTE is no longer a joke CTE is no longer oh well that doesn't make any sense CTE is a very real thing and the NFL's got a problem the NFL's got a real problem after this documentary Aaron Hernandez had the worst case CTE they've ever seen in someone his age. Wow. Yeah. He had, if you look at his brain compared to what the normal brain is supposed to look like, you'll lose your mind. It's scary. His frontal lobe is huge. It's supposed to be like this. His was like that. it's, 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 It's bad. It's real bad, actually. And uh, CTE to me was kind of introduced earlier on. Uh, the Chris Benoit thing really made me go, all right, CTE is real. Um, a lot of people don't know wrestling, but they knew the Chris Benoit story. I'm not going into the Chris Benoit story. I've actually tried talking to his son a few times. Um, yeah, he had a son from a different marriage. I'm not bringing that story up again. But um, th- there's a lot. There's a lot that goes on, and I don't – I personally think – that CTE needs to start getting monitored closely when people start acting out. And I mean this from the bottom of my heart, and I'm just saying this now because I see the trend. Somebody needs to talk to Antonio Brown. Somebody needs to get him and say, yo, man, I need, I need you to go get tested. He, Antonio Brown, to me, has CTE already. To me, and I'm not kidding. I'm not trying to push buttons, the man clearly ain't acting right, and the man's clearly out there, okay? So to me, Antonio Brown, someone needs to get to Antonio Brown before he hurts himself. Uh, This isn't a joke. I'm dead serious. Somebody needs to go get to Antonio Brown and calm him down because to me, he's very, he's, he's got a couple screws missing, and it's not to make fun of him. It's not, I'm saying this as a concerned citizen that doesn't want anyone to do anything stupid. Antonio Brown, and we talked about this, me and Rodney, yesterday off air. I don't know if you remember this. He, he, he's, not, he's not anymore, oh, like, like the Raiders thing was kind of like, oh, all right, you're just kind of being crazy. The Patriot thing, all right, well, you know, this is probably a story that they were just waiting for. That story didn't happen this year. It was an old story that they waited to bring up now. This, this new thing that he was video on uh, Instagram over the weekend, that's it. That's it. There is no more excuses. You need help. You need help. You need to go to a rehab and isolate yourself from society. Antonio Brown needs help. That's the first thing I took away from the Aaron Hernandez documentary, to be honest with you. Because I said, CTE is serious. Antonio Brown's acting crazy. I don't want this to happen to another celebrity. I, d- I, I don't want it to happen to anybody, period. Antonio Brown, somebody needs to stop him. Period. It's possible because he was not really injury prone throughout his career, and all of a sudden the last couple of years he's had issues staying since Fontes perfect knocked him out yeah he's had issues staying on the field probably because of that and he never again he always was 
outgoing. He was always saying things. He was right. always doing crazy touchdown dances, but he was never this crazy where he was taking shots at the NFL, taking shots at the Raiders left and right, like he was his, doing. His mother's children? His, I mean, his children's the, mother? Now all these weird statements on Twitter and Instagram and all that. He was never this weird. So, yeah, it's definitely possible where there could be something with him. And anyone when they retire or even now in his state where he's just a free agent, I think, I mean, I don't know if any team will take him, but I know I don't think he doesn't want to play. Oh, he wants to play. Right. So in his state, I think anyone like that should be tested as a, at, at worst, a precautionary thing. I don't know if they can test on a live brain. I don't know that, but there has to be some sort of CAT scan or MRI where you, they can be like, okay, let's let's start treating people with it live. Yeah, I'm so, sure. I'm sure there's a way to at least yeah. f- X-ray, photograph an image of what his head looks like at least. Yeah, if I, the, it, even if it's not directly the graphics you would see in a CTE scan, if there's anything that looks abnormal, you could definitely have concern. This, to me, is the most... I said there was three. Uh, obviously, CTE, you've heard the debates back. This, to me, is the one where everyone's going to go, you shouldn't talk about this. Um, I've really never shied away from talking about anything. I, it's a flaw, and it's a trait that I really like about myself, unfortunately. But uh, here we go, right? And I think this was the one of... If I had to label these three, I think this one was probably the biggest reason. Um, there are two men on this documentary. I'm not even going to bring up the jail guy that claims to be Aaron Hernandez's lover. I'm not... He's irrelevant to this conversation. Dennis Sanchoi, I believe that's how you pronounce his name, and do you remember Ryan O'Callaghan? Yeah. Tackle, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, he was a Titan, Patriot, Titans, ti- I think. Titan, Patriot, and yeah. I believe he was a Chief, too. Okay. They both admitted, well, Ryan O'Callaghan admitted to being um, homosexual. Um, right. Dennis, his Aaron Hernandez high school quarterback, admitted to being bisexual and being very active with Aaron Hernandez. What does that matter? Why am I throwing dirt out there? I'm not the WEEI reporter that's going to come out here and make fun of Aaron Hernandez for being bi or homosexual. Wow. Yeah, that 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 lady should be permanently banned from talking anything. Um and if you I don't remember her name so I'm not going to say it now. I'm, I looked. I tried looking it up. I couldn't find it. But um, that woman should be banned for life for talking to anybody, period, uh, if you make fun of something like that because you are the asshole that makes these reasons more uh, of a problem than before. I want to say this right now. If you're any athlete in any league, period, don't be ashamed of being bi or gay sexual. Oh, gay sexual. Homose- homosexual. Um, don't feel like you have to hide yourself from anybody. And it's sad Aaron Hernandez took that route because he could have been the one that opened the doors for it to be accepted, not accepted, but normalized. Right. 
Um, it's fully accepted. I actually had a tweet where I tagged the LGBTQT community because I want them to know, like, as a heterosexual male, I appreciate you coming out and being like, yeah, you know what? So what? If Pat Mahomes comes out, you're going to drop him? No. You're not going to draft him in fantasy league? No. Saquon Barkley comes out. You're not going to draft him? You're out of your mind. But um, the biggest takeaway from this show, I want everyone to know, no matter what you do, no matter what you say, if you are homo, hetero, bisexual, it doesn't matter to me. You're an athlete. You're an athlete. It doesn't matter to me what you accept or who you like or what you like. And it's a shame that Aaron Hernandez felt like he had to hide who he was and overcompensate for it by being a wannabe gangster. But you know what? If we can stop kids from doing what Aaron Hernandez did, that's a win, isn't it? And that's what this is about, bettering ourselves as people. That's the takeaway from the Aaron Hernandez documentary. That's what I take away from it. People need to stop worrying about themselves and start worrying about other people a little bit more. Mm-hmm. That's my takeaway, and I'm dead serious. And quite frankly, not even sports, but in life in general, we could all kind of use that lesson, right? I don't care if you're right, left, or dead, down the middle. You got people wishing the president dead. That, to me, is not, like we need to change as society goes. Okay, This is a joke, and it's gone on too far. And if you watch this documentary and you don't realize that society's gone too far, I don't know what to tell you. I really don't know what to tell you. But, um, yeah, I, I, I think I did that as thin-lined and down the middle as possible without making anybody mad. But uh, we're out of here, Jack. We're leaving. Uh, we do have a great show coming up next. A lot of guests and a lot of big names. Um, do not miss this show. I don't put anybody over, but I'm putting this over now. This is this is going to be something you don't want to miss. I wish I could stay for it, but I've been told to get out, so I'm going to leave. Uh, Speedy, tell them where they can find us. Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Snapchat, YouTube, iHeartRadio, TuneIn Radio, SoundCloud, Spotify, iTunes, on our website at WorldWideSportsRadio.com. And we are one of only 16 sports radio networks and podcasts on Radio.com. 16? I'm just kidding. Um, I was going to say 16 more times. I'm just kidding. Uh, so, Speedy, tell them goodbye, even though you'll be here till about 1 o'clock in the morning. Today. Yes, I will. Thanks for listening, and have a glorious night. Um, I hope everybody enjoyed the show. Stay tuned for the next one. I promise you this is going to be one of the best shows we've ever done here. Uh, I will not be on it for those of you who can't stand me, so don't <laughs> worry about seeing my face whatsoever. But uh, have a good night. We'll be back tomorrow. We're going to make our picks tomorrow, and Try not to be as serious because we got pretty deep in the waters there. But I apologize if uh, I went too far. No, I'm really not. But we'll uh, enjoy the show coming up next. See ya! You're, you're, You're listening to the Worldwide Sports Radio Network.